Good morning. It's great to be here um, today sharing with you. And thank you um, to Isaac for that wonderfully clear Bible reading, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. I'm Vicky, the children and families worker here at Shoebury Ness and Thorpe Bay Baptist Church. So before I bring you some thoughts on this beatitude, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our word and we pray this morning that our hearts, our minds and our ears would be focused on you. Amen. So we're beginning to hit some landmarks now. Last Monday marked the last messy church that I remember hosting here in this building. Can you believe it's a whole year since this place was buzzing with the chatter of children and, as the name indicates, filled with messy activities? My recollections of this time are a little hazy. I know we were working our way through the Beatitudes. I think we covered this one, but I'm not entirely sure. What I do know is that we started looking at the Beatitudes back in September 2019. I distinctly remember a conversation with Elizabeth. We talked about how the Beatitudes are formational in following Jesus, how they teach us how to live as a disciple of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, and that they will bring us happiness if we align our thoughts, our actions, our deeds with that way of life. We decided that in 2020 we would base each messy church around a different beatitude. And I remember the first time we introduced the beatitudes and we thought about what happiness was. I remember the story that we shared. We had this big, giant heart cut out of card but it was broken into eight or nine different pieces and on each of those um, on each of the pieces of the heart we had written one of the beatitudes and together with the children we put the jigsaw back together we made it look like a heart again and we shared with them that all of these things we were going to learn through the Beatitudes helps us to be like Jesus, helps us to love like Jesus. As a children and families worker, my default is always going to be helping the children to understand the Bible and provide them with the tools to connect with God, to find God, to find the meaning of God in their world through their eyes. Often children don't have the language to express their feelings. They certainly don't process the world as we do. But we can create an environment here um, which is enabling and foundational. And so this is how we ran Messy Church. Blessed. What would a child understand as blessed? I like the Good News translation where it says, happy are the pure in heart, 
they will see God. So rather than blessed, I would use the word happy. And in that very short sentence of that beatitude, there are four words that really stand out for me. Happy, pure, heart, and God. Let's explore each of those from a child's point of view. Now, we often use um, this around Easter time, the cross. But we, we used it to, to look at our emotions, and I think that you can see on there we've used different emojis to express and think about how we're feeling. I wonder what makes you happy. I wonder what makes God happy. So at Messy Church, we would use... Um, activities to explore our emotions. We would then move on to um, having connected and having thought about our own lives. We would then move on to thinking about God. The things that make us happy, do they make God happy? Perhaps we could do the same now at home. Let's think about what makes us feel happy? What makes us feel sad? And I wonder, does that align with God? What do you think makes God feel happy? And what do you think makes him feel sad? Next, we're going to look at that word pure. If something is pure, it's not contaminated. You might say it was clean or clear. Look at this casserole dish. It certainly needs a good clean before it can be used again. It worked really well yesterday, but I'm not sure... I'd want to make my lunch in there today, not before it goes um, in the washing up bowl. I think I'd much prefer to use something like this that was clean. So at Messy Church, we might maybe have a, a messy washing up activity. That would certainly be lots of fun. But to think about getting things clean, how when we use things, they become dirty... Maybe we might use um, something like this. This water is certainly um, clear. It's certainly clean. But I wonder what would happen if we pour this in. It certainly changes the state of the water. You can no longer see through it. I'm not sure I would want to wash in that. I'm not sure it would get me clean. I wonder how we can keep our lives clean 
before God. I wonder where we can find that forgiveness when we mess up. So now we're going to look at the word heart. This is a great um, activity that you can do with children. There is so much um, to explore in the word heart and love. Do we automatically connect that word heart with a feeling of emotion, a feeling of love? Or do we think of it in practical terms as the engine that drives our body, that keeps everything running smoothly, that sustains us? I wonder if perhaps it's both. I remember we uh, did an activity with toast at Messy Church. So this says, I love you. And uh, you put the toast in the toaster and then you print that on it, probably before it goes in. Um, But that was just something fun to get children thinking about love and about our heart. And then, of course, um, there's always the craft. We can decorate uh, this heart here. Or something really messy, some printing, some hearts printed. I do really miss that mess and, and exploring things. And then we come to the word God. And I'm also going to combine this with the word see. Can we see God? If I asked you to think of God or to draw a picture of God, what would it look like? And I think this is the aspect that I miss the most uh, with not working so closely with children over the last year. I know that their answers to this would, would be amazing, that they would teach me something about God through their thoughts about how they see God, where they see God in the world. And as for you, would would your image of God be that classic? Would it be that man dressed in white sat on a cloud? Or would it be the eyes of a child, innocent, seeing the world so very differently to how we see it? Would you see God in an aspect of nature Or perhaps you would see him in the cross. But what about if we looked at God and saw God through glasses? Uh, I need glasses to to find my way to see clearly. I wonder how clearly I would see through these. I wonder if I could find my way out of the building I wonder how my worldview would change through those lenses. I guess that also links really well to some other thoughts we had on the word pure. Our vision certainly becomes compromised when the glass, the lens that we look through, is clouded. And of course, I wonder, can we even see God this side of heaven? Of course, what 
we're missing here is the children and their point of view. I think I've mentioned before that we can learn so much from them. I wonder how they would interpret this piece of scripture. I'm sure it won't be too long before we're able to ask them again. I certainly hope so, and I'm very much looking forward to that day. So thank you for being with me this morning as I reflect on those words and how I would interpret them and how I would present them to children. But in the meantime, if I can leave you with this quote from Mina Munns. She has a blog called Flame Creative Children's Ministry and I think it really sums up this beatitude well. Blessed are those who try to please God in what they do and think. They will be with God. Amen.